We're sure glad that you're with us this morning on Real Presence Live. Uh, my name is Janine Bitson. Unfortunately, Brad had to step out for the last half hour. Uh, please keep him in your prayers and um, the family of uh, loved ones who, who lost um, someone this morning, the funeral he's heading to right now. Uh, if you've missed any of this morning's show, you can find the podcast later today on our website, realpresenceradio.com. While you're there, consider sending in a prayer intention that we can specifically pray for or find out what's happening for the rest of the week on Real Presence Live by visiting our news page. You can also see some of the great events happening in your local area under the upcoming events section. Find these things and more when you visit realpresenceradio.com. That's realpresenceradio.com. You know, we're so we're so blessed with our next guest, uh, especially in light of everything that's been happening in the church. Um, do you know someone who has left the church because of the sexual abuse scandal? Or is there anything we can say to the person in response uh, that... We'll be discussing now with our guest, Father Gary Bentz. Welcome, Gary. Uh, you're from the Diocese of Bismarck. I think we quoted Fargo, uh, but uh, so great to have you from the Diocese of Bismarck this morning. Thank Thanks you. for Good coming to be on. With you today. Well, thank you. Um, you know, this is such a difficult subject, Father, and uh, the sex abuse scandal um, has been a large issue right now. And how have you seen it impact your community? You know, directly in our community, I don't see too many victims, which is good. That's a blessing. You know, in our small town, we've had some instances in the distant past. But praise God for the Church's efforts in the last 20, 30 years. Um, Most of the victims that I encounter are from, you know, the 50s or the 60s. And the Church has done so much to try to heal this wound since then. So some of the victims, you know, um, I've been counseling them, working with them one-on-one. But praise God, um, since the 1970s, our parish has not had any of these incidents. So God is good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it's, is such a big issue um, when you see what's going on around the country and even around the world. I mean, you get down into Chile and Australia. Uh, it, yeah. it's, a, it's a worldwide thing that has happened. And so some... Some people are just feeling this issue is is just big enough one to leave the church. Um, and what would be your response to that? You know, my response to them is first of all to know that this is not merely a Catholic issue. You know, I, I guess they could leave the church, but the problem is is where would they go? Because uh, the rate of abuse is essentially the same in every denomination. And sadly, we know other denominations are are now publicly going through the same sex scandals that plague the Catholic Church. So my concern to them is, you know, where would you go for your faith? Because every denomination is struggling with this, because the Church, you know, has been affected by the culture in which we live. Because it's a cultural issue, it's not a Christian issue or a Jewish issue. We're all going through this together. So first of all, I would encourage them, there is no place to run from it because we will find it everywhere, regrettably. But secondly, you know, let's stay and fight for our church. You know, we truly believe that the church is holy because it is founded by Christ and united to Him. The church is holy. 
Yes, her members have sinned grievously, but the church is still holy. So I would encourage them to stay and join me and others in fighting for the church. Let's rid the church of this scandal, this cross, for the next generations of faith. I always look at the great martyrs in the life of the church who fought, you know, on this issue as well, but also on other issues, whether it was communism, Nazism, fascism, the early martyrs of the Church of Rome. Rather than fight, or rather than leave the church or hide or cower in fear, they stayed and fought to the very end. So let's fight for our church if we love her, and, and let's not flee when evil attacks her. You know, that that's so well said, Father, and I am just so grateful for Bishop John T. Folda and his uh, transparency with um, yeah. it, from the Fargo Diocese. Um, actually, I was youth minister at one of the parishes in the Fargo Diocese when uh, one, of, uh, one of the priests who was on that list was uh, removed, and I remember how hard it was for that parish uh, to get through that. Um, and it, it just brings so much pain, but yet to be um, transparent and um, honest with the parishioners exactly. is so, so important. And I think part of the problem is, is there hasn't been this transparency, you know, going on. Um, and you thankfully, know, you're correct. Um, you're correct. You know, a lot of the issue is not only the abuse of victims, but also the covering for them, or transferring priests in the past. You know, so I think on, on all levels, the Church has realized painfully that we have to be, like you said, transparent, honest. It was um, it was very difficult. I was at a Mass one time when Bishop Zippel, God rest his soul, announced that he was removing priests from active ministry. And it really... Um, was an emotional day for him, mm-hmm. but he had to do it for the sake of healing. You know, I, I know it was difficult, and it was um, perhaps publicly humiliating, humiliating for some of these priests. But he had to go and heal this wound, wound on a deep level. And so, like you said, Bishop Folger, Bishop Kagan, Bishop Zipfel, you know, they've been very forward in saying we have to be open, honest, transparent. Otherwise, if the church doesn't have credibility on this issue, the healing will never happen. Right, right. You know, we just want to thank people for tuning in to Real Presence Live this morning. Um, I'm Janine Bitson, your host, and we have Father Gary Benz from the Diocese of Bismarck on talking to us about um, the church and the sexual abuse scandal and and what we can say to a person in response uh, to this grave issue that is affecting our church. And and like Father Gary said, um, different denominations and different areas throughout the whole world. Um, so, so, Father Gary, what would you say to those struggling with these scandals, um, you know, but are still in the church? I know you talk about staying in, and fighting for our, our, our um, church and the Church of the Saints, the Church of Jesus Christ, but for those listening, what would you actually say to someone who they encounter? 
You mean someone that's still pondering leaving or someone in the church? Maybe someone who's in the church who um, knows of someone who's struggling to come back or or has been affected by these scandals. You know, on, on one level, first of all, let them know that the church has done amazing things to root the problem out of the church, out of the, the body of Christ. You know, if you look back at kind of a dark period, if you want to call it, there were hundreds of cases of abuse reported in the 60s, 70s, 80s, up to the 90s. But praise God, it's, it's reduced to like sometimes only one a year. You know, so the church has been serious with uh, safe environment programs, with, um, you know, seminary formation, with um, removing priests from ministry, with the transparency. Well, first of all, let them know that the Church is taking this issue seriously. Actually, the Southern Baptist Convention, which is going through their own scandal, has turned to the Catholic Church for a model of how can we deal with this ourselves. You know, so first of all, let them know that the Church is taking the issue seriously, and so great strides are being made. But secondly, let them know that we have to pray. I mean, at the heart of it is prayer. Mm-hmm. For those who are in the Church, for those who maybe have stepped away for a while because of the hurt from this issue, tell them, please pray. You know, pray, do penance, sacrifice, because no prayer is ever unheard. And especially this great prayer for the safety of the Church's members, especially her young, for the renewal of the Church. Tell them that God will answer our prayers. And after this very difficult period, I believe the Church is going to be even stronger. Like, look, in our, I'm, I'm only speaking from our diocese. You know, when you think about it, um, it's amazing. The small diocese of Bismarck, we have 26 to 28 seminarians. You would say, well, that seems to be a contradiction, because why would a young man enter the seminary, you know, with this difficulty, you know, this trial in the Church? That itself is an answer to prayer. These young men are like the St. Francis's of our day. Rebuild my church. So tell people, please continue praying. God will purify and renew His church through this crisis. Yeah, that uh, 26 to 28 seminarians and in the Fargo Diocese, I know we have 18. Uh, that's exactly. that's a, a really, really good observation, something to point out, uh, you know, that Christ can bring good out of many evils in the world. And, um, and that is, you know, those are some of the positives that are happening through this in spite of these issues that are going on. Um, I think it is very important that you're talking about how the the distance ago when a lot of this happened, but even one is too many. And and exactly. so um, the church is being very firm, you know, in that as well. One is too many. And so there are a lot of things. I know I remember being safe environment in like three or four it was Diocese of La Crosse, Diocese of Crookston, and the Diocese of Fargo, and doing all the safe environment training for each of those dioceses because they have to have that within their own legal, you know, um, aspect, you know, so they were all a little different, but you you knew that they were all, you know, making great strides, you know, in those areas, which was good. Yeah. Exactly. Well, and, you know, one thing that this crisis may show, too, is maybe it shines a light on these issues which the culture itself has someone ignored or overlooked. You know, so in addition to being a church issue, maybe the church can also help heal the culture 
of the issues that have made its way into the church as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, you know, I think this whole issue in the church is shining a light on the culture. We cannot ignore this anymore because we saw that in sports programs and, you know, the abuse in homes. Maybe it's finally brought this issue to conversation level and people are saying we have to talk about it. Mm-hmm. So, like you said, another instance of, of good coming out of a of evil and bad situation. Yeah, there is just such a objectifying of women that a woman uh, exactly. that has gone on for for many, 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 many years, and 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 hopefully it's it's not to the point where because of that, then it goes into the the hatred of men. <laughs> you know, it's like you can exactly. overcorrect, and and so and that's where it's so important that we have our church, that we have that rock um, of morality and of sacraments uh, to to get through this and and to you know, look for the human dignity of every person. So I, I applaud the bishops who have been transparent and the priests who have worked so hard, the, the lay people who have um, been steadfast standing um, with their, their church uh, through these scandals. But thank you so much, Father Gary, for being on with us this morning. Um, it's just so important for us to have this discussion, to not sweep it away and pretend it's not there, and, and to be light in the darkness. So thank you, Father Gary, for joining us. You're welcome. God bless you, and thank you for your work with Catholic Radio. Oh, thank you, Father Gary. Have a wonderful day. Up you next, as well. thank you. Up next, if your child needs to go deeper in their faith and retreat from the craziness of life, we have an opportunity for you to consider. We've had a great morning on Real Presence Live, and we're not done yet. Keep it right here on Real Presence Live as we continue. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.